Welcome back to our discussion with Mark Spence and Scott Walters from Hughes Construction. Last week, we talked about some of the influential teachers that helped them discover their careers. This week, we will get some updates on Deseret Peak High School and talk about the hike to Deseret Peak Mark took with some of our employees. So let's jump right in. So from Tula High School, you both go, you get jobs, you go to college, and you, you go out into the world, but now you're back in Tooele County, working on Deseret Peak. Yeah. So talk to us, give us a little bit of update about what's happening at uh, Deseret Peak High School and maybe some of the unique uh, qualities that that school will have. So right now, uh, actually this week we set the, the football concession stand. We, we stood those walls up and then next week we actually set the last walls on the auditorium, which are the, the last big concrete walls on the whole on the building itself. Uh, so that's really exciting. Uh, so those panels are the tallest in the state right now. And I actually drove my wife through this week and we watched one of the panels get lifted for the concession stand. And she's like, well, that's a big panel. I mean, no, that's a baby panel. You know? And, <laughs> and then we drove around to the auditorium. I'm like, look at these panels, you know? And they're, they're 80 feet plus, right? Yeah, Scott? they're about 84 feet tall. Wow. So yeah. when you stand next to them, you feel real small. Yeah, kind of an interesting note on the high school too. Is, as Scott talks about the you know the tallest panel in the state, um, you know there's there's a lot of tall tilt up panels out there, but it's it's important to recognize that this is also a load bearing tilt up. So there's certainly savings when it comes to construction as you lift a panel of that size. Um, there there's savings there. You're not having to build a steel structure to weld off the panel. You're building a panel that's supporting the steel structure, and uh, it, it's pretty neat. It's it's a very safe activity, even though you're lifting a you know. What is it, a 150,000 pound panel in the air? <laughs> it's very safe compared to what you see with masonry sometimes. Masonry, when you get up that high, it can be very dangerous. And so it's neat to be able to lift those panels to give one, you know, provide a little more safety for our workers, but two, the economics of, of having a load bearing tilt up panel supporting it. Yeah, that's one thing that, that we're always concerned about as a school district um, is the cost. Yeah. And of course, building schools is not a cheap endeavor. Uh, and we're under a little bit uh, different rules than, say, just a stick-built house. When you build a school, there's some different rules and things you have to follow. And, and we're building buildings that we want to last 50, 60 years. And we're doing our best to save money at every every corner. And, and I thank you guys and your expertise for helping us do that. What are some other aspects of Deseret Peak that's maybe a little bit unique? Or I think I, I think the way the classrooms are being set up now because when I started doing schools with Hughes, I would go into the classroom because I, I was used to the old Twilla High School. I haven't been in the, the newer one ever, but the old one was like you just had one door into the classroom and maybe you had a couple windows to look outside or whatnot. And these classrooms with the architect VCBO, that's who I work mainly with. And some of theirs is you've got the door to walk into the classroom, but then they have a lot of glass or whatnot looking into the hallway and uh, what they call collaboration space where different classrooms can come together and do experiments out in these deals or they could break out into these groups in these areas. The way high school was in my, you didn't have any of that. So it's kind of neat to see that and see how much glass is going in. I think the common space where the kids can gather in the lunchrooms because from my experience, we had the lunchroom at Twill High and then you had like skater corner, swim corner, or whatever, <laughs> di these different groups that would hang out in the halls. But 
the way the Desert Peak is with the commons, there's going to be different levels. And I think it'll bring the kids together to hang out as a student body. Yeah. And just the space and and that. I think it's just a cool experience. Like you can see how they're going to interact different than what I was. It's and, a healthier learning environment. Yeah, healthier sure. learning environment. And then yeah. also I think it, the way the teachers are going to be set up here where a few of the teachers will have their own classroom assigned, but the the other classrooms they'll flow almost kind of like I I take it as like a college experience where the teacher will have their own office, and so they won't be this like a teacher in a prep with no kids or whatnot. Yeah. Those classrooms will be utilized. So when I think about it, I'm like the kids are going into the high school environment, and this is almost prepping them for that college experience because college professors don't sit in just a lecture hall all day long or whatever right. they they're moving around so i think it, in my mind it's like it's almost like they're doing a pre-college yeah. you know with this experience how the teachers are being set up and yeah that, that's, and that's exactly one of the things we thought of is to make them college and career ready and, and utilize that building uh, more efficiently yeah, yeah that's great mark what about you yeah so i, I kind of was thinking about a few things that i thought uh, were unique to Twila, uh, to this, I should say, Desert Peak High School. There's three things that came to mind. And, and one is something that uh, I take a lot of pride in as a, as a general contractor and as a tilt-up concrete contractor. We do our own tilt-ups. We do that in-house. But early on in this project, when we, when we looked at it, we decided to go tilt-up. Um, you got to remember, when we do this type of job, before we ever start construction, we're in design with the architect for about a year beforehand. Uh, figuring out what, what's the most ec economical way to build this and the best bang for the buck. Um, if we feel like things are getting too expensive, we dial things back and, and we kind of go through this whole pre-construction process. But we developed a, and we call it a form liner, but we developed a form liner for these tilt-up panels. So uh, Desert Peak High School is going to have a three-dimensional design on their tilt-up panels that's never been used before. We invented it for this project. And so we built a, a panel on the ground, we lifted it up into place, and uh, it's going to be very unique um, to any other project that's out there. And what I love about it is traditionally in tilt-ups, when they do form liners, you can see these four by eight sheets of the liner that they put down to give the texture onto the panel. We didn't build it this way. We built it like you put in a maple floor, and you you put all these different products on the on the ground, you cast the concrete on it, so when you lift that panel up, you don't see any of those seams, it's almost a flawless panel. Wow. And so I'm really excited about that. I think that'll be something architecturally that's going to go a long ways. Um, it's going to make the building look look just And all for the modern. same price, right? Because you have to do that's it right. anyhow. You have to yeah. do it any, anyhow. And, and from a cost standpoint, the benefit of doing it is we have integral color in the concrete. So we're not painting these tilt-ups, right? Which is, if you were to paint these, you'd be painting them every five to 10 years to keep them looking good. That integral color is going to stay there forever. There's zero maintenance you have to do on it. In 60 years, it's going to look the same. Yeah. And so it's really exciting. You reduce the maintenance costs up front. So that's the first thing I'd say is pretty unique. The second thing I really like about this design is the indoor athletics. So I think your athletic program is certainly going to do even better because you have an indoor running track. Um, so you can get all that cross-country training or sprinting or whatever you need to do inside the building. There's opportunity there for even football training. You've got the two gymnasiums. You've got the, the main gym and you've got this auxiliary or a practice gym where you can do some of the other sports. Um, you're going to have a, a really nice weight facility 
weight room facility in there that I think is going to add a lot of value. But just the, the ability to do some of those outdoor sports inside the facility is going to go a long way for the, the 12 school district. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's impressive with it. And then this is kind of a neat feature for, for the students and the, and the patrons that come out to a, a football game or a soccer game. Um, so you know how that is. You go to a game and the sun's going down and it gets hot and or it's raining or whatever it is and you're sitting out in the stands and you got your your cover on well they've got this canopy that extends over the bleachers and it covers about two-thirds of the the canopy or three quarters somewhere around there right somewhere Scott? Around there, yeah. yeah it's covering the majority of the people that are sitting in the those uh, the stadium so they're going to get the shade factor um they're going to get the cover from the rain while they're watching the game and then the visitor's going to go sit out in all the the rain and <laughs> yeah. the storms and all those type of things so i think it's a pretty unique feature to the, the building itself yeah. I went to high school in Oregon, and uh, one thing when I moved to Oregon is all the stadiums were covered yeah. on the home side. Visitors, they were not. But I thought, why is this? And I quickly learned, oh, it rains a lot in Oregon. Uh, and so, yeah, great, a great feature of Deseret Peak High School. I'm sure our parents will love that when, when the weather turns cold. They'll keep in the heat a little bit as well. Oh, yeah. Cloudy, so. yeah. No, no, talking about the football field, I even tell like my relatives out here, because I still hear all the gossip in Tula County, you know, yeah. when I come out. And I know a lot of people went to Stansbury Park or whatever because they thought that was the premier high school, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm like, all those Stansbury Park people are going to be moving back to Twilla <laughs> to come to Desert Peak because the way the football field and everything, I think it's top notch. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Well, it's going to be an artificial turf. Yeah, it will be. Which is the first one you guys have had out here, first right? One, yeah, first one in the in the county, and we're in the process of figuring out how we can uh, put those at each of our high schools. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty big cost to do. Grantsville, Twilla, and Stansbury, um, well over $3 million. So, yeah. again, we got to be wise with our money, but we are in the process of figuring out how we can do that. Yeah, that'd, so, be, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Now, Mark, I understand that you and some other people from Hughes and VCBO, the architects in the school district, hiked Deseret Peak this past week. Tell us about that experience and kind of why you did that and, and, and how that went for you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, you know, I, I grew up hiking Deseret Peak. Um, my dad started taking me on Deseret Peak, I think, when I was like six years old. We started hiking that every year. And so I just kind of felt like we were, sit, we were sitting there in a meeting and we were talking about the project. And I said you can't build Deseret Peak High School and not Summit the Peak. And so we actually put it in the meeting minutes that we're going to take the, the design team, the contractor, and the owner to go hike this peak. So we got two from the district, we got two of the architects, and we got four from Hughes. And we just all got together at 6 a.m., hit the, hit the trailhead, and uh, summited the peak. Um, and it was an awesome team-building experience. Um, we were able to sign the little book up at the top as the Deseret Peak High School construction team. Um, we ended up having what we call our OAC meeting, our owner architect contractor meeting on the top of the peak. We're even, we were even able to get a, a phone signal where we could bring in some of the, the folks who couldn't attend to, to talk about the project and the hike a little bit. So it was an awesome experience. More than anything, it was just a tribute to Twila and a tribute to the, the, to the new high school. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. You bet. Well, uh, Mark and Scott, it, it's been fun to, to talk about this, fun to talk about Deseret Peak, but I think the so neat to see how your journey started at Tula High School and uh, just the opportunities that are available to our students both here at in the county schools, 
But then once you graduate, man, the, the world just opens up to you if, you if you take those opportunities. Thanks for helping us build that school and for uh, giving back to the community that, that I feel like gave gave a lot to you and to the school district that where, you, where it all started for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And thank you listeners for joining us for this episode of Elevated Insights, a TCSD podcast. Next week, make sure you join us as we talk about Tooele Valley Composite Mountain Biking, which is a club sport that our students have the opportunity to participate in. Be kind to one another and remember to elevate yourself by elevating others.